<laughs> Hang on. Breaking news. Kanye West has once again devastated the nation. <laughs> By moving further to the right. <laughs> That's right, Alex. He traded in his MAGA hat for a full-on Pope hat. Kanye West is now Catholic. Thousands of libs are reporting to emergency rooms across the country with symptoms of being owned. Uh, his next album is going to be called Yee Way. Now seems very quiet. Atheism eradicated. What? <laughs> What if we just start recording and this is just the bit and we just keep doing news stuff for okay. a little while? Okay, yeah, 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 great. A nation in crisis, Kanye West has eradicated atheism with one hand and with the other brought Christianity back to America. Not since Elvis Presley himself has one man appropriated Christianity and gospel for his own needs. October 25th, a day that will live in infamy. Atheist migrants are scattering across the United States. Denmark already says that they can't take more than 200 million. Atheist population is in a human... <laughs> It's a human atheism crisis. Board game parlors are overflowing as atheists struggle to find shelter. Atheists are being rounded up and deposited into the largest churches in the South. All right, folks, you guys all know what we're, what we're actually here for. Does anybody have any more? Yeah, good question. No? Okay. Congress grants the CDC permission to study declines in atheism. <laughs> we... <laughs> CDC has teamed up with who built the Archiarchy? <laughs> this is the praise down. <laughs> uh, welcome to the praise down. It's a praise down special report. Y'all remember these old things. It's an emergency episode. We haven't done one since IHOPS. <laughs> started doing burgers <laughs> when they changed their name to ihob we released an emergency special episode where we tried uh, half of the burgers because yeah. what are we made of money come on no we don't have a patreon either it's our fault today were there christian themed burgers no <laughs> we just wanted to try them uh, okay that's for a separate podcast, like one about you being fat. That's yeah, not for this. Yeah, it was the Berg Down, I think, is what we God called it. God damn it. Um, so we, as you can hear from other people uh, having spoken already, we have assembled a panel of, I'll say, Kanye experts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if y'all haven't heard, Kanye made one um, oh, yeah. this week. Uh, it's called Jesus is King, which, which we love here at the, at the podcast. We, we love shout, shouts out to the big man. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, Shouts out to Jesus. Dennis. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Cameron. Yeah, I'll take this time right now to shout out Jesus for sure, for sure. Um, Hold yeah, it down g- two thousand years. <laughs> give give it give a hand for that guy. Rolling deep sure. through Nazarene. <laughs> it's the one and only King of Kings, Jesus Christ, coming whip, at you with a brand new device. Whip oh. whip game, cat of nine tails. <laughs> this these are all better Rick lyrics than are on this album, by the way. Like it also more effort just went into that than anything on this record. Thank you to, uh, I'll yeah, take like this uh, too. opportunity <laughs> to introduce Griffin Thomas. Hello. Uh, our, uh, d- we, we've designated him as the guy who's going to have the hottest opinions, uh, and no one's allowed to get mad at him. <laughs> he has the he no, he, unless he says something racist. Right, yes, those I are the rules. I promise to not do that. There we go. Uh, right off the bat, you know what? I think as we introduce ourselves, we should all make a promise not to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I do it every I'll morning it, and every it, night. Uh, my, I'm Griffin Thomas, and I solemnly swear <laughs> in this discussion about Kanye West to not be racist. Right. Uh, I'm Josh Lathy, and I solemnly swear I am up to no racism. <laughs> <laughs> it's from that book. My name is Cam. <laughs> oh, the Great Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hi, my name is Cameron Brewer, and I cannot swear to no racism whatsoever. I get a pass. Uh, hi, I'm Jamie Clark. Uh, not only am I not racist, also no premarital sex. Uh, <laughs> wow. I guess I guess it just leaves me. I'm, I'm Heath Huffman, and I uh, not only do I solemnly swear to not be racist during this conversation, I I I commit to never being racist ever. <laughs> Uh, and I challenge you all to take the same pledge. <laughs> all right, let's go back around the horn. Uh, <laughs> Making promises. Um, no, I, uh, I, uh, I'm Alex Sanchez, and I solemnly swear to not be racist uh, towards any group of people, besides, of course, Bostonians, Italians, the Irish. <laughs> you cannot be racist against Italians. <laughs> it's always funny. It's, it's always, always funny. funny. Uh, also, the Irish. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, well, that's fine. Uh, that's it. Okay. Uh, the only thing we have on, on the, the docket today is to listen to Jesus is King. Uh, we'll, we'll gong show it like normal. Once we feel like we have the idea, we'll cut it off. Yeah. If we listen to too much of it, I'm worried that uh, Kanye will send... Well, it is only like 27 minutes long. Like, it's That's... really short, so, you know. It's it's a real EP of an album. Yeah. It, it's hard to write a lot about something that's been written about so much. <laughs> it's the biggest fandom on Earth. It doesn't stop <laughs> I, Michael the W. Lord. Smith. So, Do you know how big <laughs> the discography of, like, Michael W. Smith is? Yeah, but it's like the same four words. Also, big snub not having M.W. Smith on this album. We'll get there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big, big snub. Should we go around and just give give the listeners at home just our, our general co- standing on Kanye? Because yes. he's uh, he got a very diverse amount of stances to be. Uh, I, I like Kanye, basically. Um, Yeezus was the last thing I was super into, though. <laughs> And I'm and I'm kind of a, a kind of a casual, so I'm not I, I'm I'm not really f- following the early stuff either, which I know is a mistake, and I know I'm wrong for, but this is an open forum. <laughs> no one's gonna hurt you here. Uh, Griffin here, uh, here to chime in and say I 
don't like a single Kanye West album. <laughs> I think they're all bad. Wow. And uh, yeah, he's probably other than like other than like Radiohead. I think maybe the most overrated artist of like the modern era era probably i straight up didn't know what we were getting into when we gave griffin wow. a no one's allowed griffin to get mad at him pass. bubbling over at this, this is point. great no this is great i uh i josh i i came to kanye west through the avenue of he was the producer for you know the greatest rapper of all time jay-z so i figured i'd give his production whiz kid a shot and i have been both pleasantly surprised and what the fuck <laughs> a lot. So, you know, it's a real roller coaster on the Kanye fandom. Uh, hi, I'm Cameron Brewer. I am, uh, I don't know, I'm not, I don't want to, like, posit I'm the most well-versed in Kanye here, but I have written about him academically and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, did it get published? It almost got published. It almost did. <laughs> they, had, like, they sent it back and they asked me to, like, make some revisions. And I was like, I'm bored and tired. No. <laughs> and so, uh... No, I've got like a lot of theories in comics. I listened to like uh, Kanye West. Like, I remember, I remember hearing about Kanye on uh, Jay Z's uh, tr- track Lucifer. Like, when he was like, "You did it again, Kanye. You're a genius," and like just being like, "Who the fuck is this?" And just like per- perusing through all of his like back issues of like different things he's done. And then he came out with his own album. Now I'm just like super excited about it. Um, not this album though; it's garbage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's garbage. I will say because I didn't mention that the the first time I ever heard Kanye, since you guys both kind of said that, uh, I think was the Jesus Walks video on MTV like years ago. Was... I saw that and I was like, "Man, this fucking sucks <laughs> so bad." I just like I was so not into it, and I don't know. Uh, hi jamie uh i'm a, a white male in my early <laughs> 20s so naturally i have an affinity for kanye west uh yeah folks your age use liking kanye to like get laid and stuff right? yeah uh <laughs> i i wandered into him liking common uh i never listened to jay-z it just was a, i don't know i never listened to him uh i liked watch the throne that was dope but uh i don't know i just i heard drive slow on pandora once and i was like this is this is great and then I just followed him and wore a Supreme fanny pack for way too long and enjoyed that. Sure. I, I, like, I like a pepperoni fanny pack myself, but we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like all the veggies. Well, I tell you what, the hype beast just deleted your podcast. That's a good piece of business there, Heath. <laughs> so this is, is going to be an exciting time. We clearly have like I, uh... a full range of like, uh, Kanye geniuses to Kanye idiots. We have not is... established my uh, my Kanye credentials. Actually, sorry to spoil this. Yeah, uh, I Alex Sanchez here have not listened to an album of Kanye's because <laughs> I keep forgetting to do so. Uh, my taste in music is too insane, um, and he j- he's just never uh, shows up on my daily list. Yeah, Alex Sanchez's favorite band is the Dapper Mickeys. Yeah. <laughs> and his fa- and their fa- his favorite album from them is <laughs> Clan Bake Catastrophe. I believe that was that yeah. All the music I like, uh the joke I made last time was uh all the music I like sounds like a one man band being pushed down the stairs. <laughs> I'd also like to point out Alex has sent me the same video game soundtrack three different times. <laughs> The Neverhood. It's good. I feel like you only listen to, like, cyberpunk versions of barbershop quartets. 
I just have never heard of there being a Kanye song that prominently features the bass clarinet. Yeah, or an oboe. Or an oboe, sort of. uh, bassoon. A double reeded instrument is really where it's at. They're harder. Mm-hmm. So on the alignment chart of like Kanye to, well, e- idiot to genius, Kanye to, uh, what's the opposite of Kanye? Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm neutral. Uh, because a lot of people that I respect like him a lot, but I've also only seen the stuff where he said George Bush doesn't care about black people, which I like. <laughs> and then the stuff about turning into a MAGA chud and moving right, which I don't like. Sure. So we'll see how I feel about this, my yeah. very first Kanye West album. <laughs> I, I, I'm a neutral idiot. This is This is definitely... If you're looking for a good introduction, yeah. this, this is not the one. Ah, it's Dis- a shame. Disagree. Okay, I, this okay. is great. All right, we have. All right, if you want to go down this path, we can. Fine. Yeah, of course. Why? Let's start listening to the songs. You're right. <laughs> all right, okay. fine. All right, but but you know, hold that thought and stuff. So the first tracks every hour, uh, with Kanye West in the Sunday Service Choir. I have intentionally not listened to this. This is great. Yeah. See. Love this. The stuff that Kanye doesn't do on this album is great. Um, yeah, he's the George Lucas of hip hop on this record. But that's the point. Like some of the best stuff that Kanye's ever done is technically not Kanye's stuff. Like it's his production, it's his ability to Kanye fold. Is a fantastic curator. Fantastic curator. Even the film he did is just gorgeous, and he's also in it for a total of ten minutes. Absolutely no. Like as a. As a curator, as someone who's able to pick sounds, pick ideas, pick themes, and match them up incongruently, he has a real skill and talent. And, like, this is probably, like, even, like, my parts that I don't like about this album, which are numerous, um, there are parts of it that are really great because it's him doing what he really likes, which is just mixing up different sounds and putting them together and doing incongruent stuff and then being fun. And so... I'll just say that listening to this... It was just so weird for me because, like, I liked Kids See Ghosts from last year, and I liked Pusha T's record from last year that he yeah. produced. Like, both of those were really good. So, I mean, as, a, like, a Kanye skeptic, I, ten- I tend to like the stuff that he does for other people. And, you know, I didn't like Ye, but when this came out, I was, I was just so blown away by how much I didn't like this. Just because what two things he just put out were really good, so... And I really think that Kanye, much like God, when he's doing his job right, you don't really know that he's there at all. Ooh. Yeah. You know, not to not to not to put this in a circle too early in the podcast, but come on. Throw it in a circle, Josh. Throw it in a circle. <laughs> this is such a nothing song to me. Like It's cool. Like I was like, "Oh, these are nice, but it doesn't go anywhere." Well, oh, the transitions are terrible on this, by the way, but no. So like the first Because there are none. <laughs> so we gotta talk about the first track. Yep, yeah, yeah. talk about the first track. Okay, so for those unaware, uninitiated, those who don't know, Kanye's been doing a concert series of ch- around churches, uh, around America and different like locations. That's how he's been calling Sunday service. Where he'll basically just sing Jesus Walks and then has the entire crowd just like vibe for like two hours. And it's genuinely brilliant as a marketing scheme but like as a like actual like call to worship or any sort of like thing it's been lacking because it's 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 just people vibing out and kind of being like god is good for like two and a half hours and it's just like, Isn't it's, that what church yeah is? uh i went to 
a church with my sister very recently, and that is what it felt like. Yeah, no, it's like it's very modern. So Kanye, I think this album and in general is becoming a product, and it is now folded into this Justin Bieber Hillsong like mega church culture that's like really to like you know Chris Pratt is also a big subscriber of it. Like this is. This was the next progression of that mega church culture for them to have their first Whoa. like cultural crossover star. It being Kanye is kind of surprising, but also not. I mean, it, love him or hate him, he's been the first person in a lot of different media spaces. So even if this is just Kanye as a marketer and being the first person to latch onto this, it, wh- whether you think the album is garbage or whatever, it's still a brilliant move musically. Holy shit. You also have to consider that one of the first singles he put out was technically a gospel song. And didn't he win a didn't he win a Grammy for best gospel song? Yeah, uh, it's in a way. So no, in one it. way, <laughs> here's and, oh Jesus walks is the best Kanye West song yeah. of all time, and I'll tell you why. Here, here's where my opinion on this diverges. Does a brand Kanye's a brand? Yeah. Does a brand need to be a Christian? Yeah. In America, Hob- yes. Ask Hobby Lobby or Chick Fil A. It works. You see which way the wind's blowing, and you make a decision. We'll get to Chick-fil-A on this album in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little teaser for you. Uh, Kanye and, is definitely hitting the notes of the kids who will say the N-word in a rap song, but censor themselves when they say God. <laughs> it's uh, a very unique perspective. And I'm not, and I'm not giving other Christian brands a pass. I think it's, I think it's <laughs> not good work <laughs> to do if you're... You know, don't exchange money in the temple. Yeah, you know, be cool. There, it's 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 a it's a something. I, I don't know. Well, I'll talk about the unified theory later. Okay, let's move Track on two. to uh, Sela on oh, Jesus King. It feels like a like a football rap intro. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's a football rap? Oh no, Heath, you're absolutely right. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait yeah. guys, just fill me in on football rap. This feels like it's on the MLB soundtrack and this plays when you get to the menu. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's like uh, AJ Styles walkout is football rap. That is okay. That's football. It's what you play to get ready to go give other yeah. people concussions. But it's right. like that mixed with the uh, football guys love for explosions in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Texas forever, etc. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't tell me nothing. <laughs> Can Kanye pull this podcast down? Fucking rhyming Monday with Sunday. <laughs> Fuck right off. <laughs> well, he's gonna now. Uh, again, just wait for an even worse rhyme scheme. It's okay. I kind of know where we are. <laughs> Lots of questions about whether or not this episode will be pulled down. I don't know. <laughs> Great. This might just be have to uh, have to be passed around on tapes. Oh my uh, god. CDs. A craft episode. <laughs> craft episode. Yeah, we'll put this one out on hit clips. <laughs> you guys hear uh, mainly white guys talk about Kanye? It's real interesting. <laughs> we hit it up yeah. with the uh, Praise Down pop up. 
we'll start a pitching of, the talk lost about the shirts with like Marcus written on it to just say praise down. Release Talking the Kanye episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another song where nothing is happening yeah. at all in any way. Okay, so this is Kingdom Hearts to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right, 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 right. So Kanye West as an artist. Like, in terms of hip-hop, like, he's an okay lyricist, but he is just king of the vibe more than anything else. Like, he creates specific, expansive sort of, like, soundscapes that, like, help, like, set the tone for what he wants to do thematically. The only thing is, you can't carry, like, an entire album off of vibe alone. Man cannot live, yeah. (laughs) Unless you're Playboy Cardi. (laughs) Just saying. That's true. All right. No, this is a classic uh, classic uh, example of uh, one man who has been uh, too far lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah. Kanye guy. does seem like the Sofia Coppola of rap, <laughs> as far as like nothing happens, but like it, it was fun. Like it was all right. Like I don't know. Never I, seen the Sofia Coppola. He was. Or friends for a moment. The Virgin Suicides was the movie that I would put on when I wanted to fuck someone. Ah, and I, I know see. that sounds weird, but it's because nothing abrasive actually happens, and it's just a vibe. Yeah, well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think by the time I stopped being a virgin, I was too old for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a tremendous cell phone. <laughs> Thank you. Just perfect. Wow. Good, oh good, good, good. God. Yeah, so so far for me, it, it it doesn't feel like totally filled out. Feels like feels like a lot of stuff, a lot of more stuff could be happening. Okay, but this is track two, and how far along are we in? <laughs> I know, but like no, but how, that's a legitimate question. So, how far uh, into the album are we? Second track out of eleven R- minutes. I'm talking oh. time. Yeah, uh, this isn't a record player. <laughs> <laughs> because we, depending we on how far us. it is, uh, nothing's happened in a long time. Yeah. No. The, well, it's a, the next out. The next song, I believe, is "Follow God." An actual rap song. Yeah, an actual rap. And I actually, like, I was vibing to this this morning. So All right, I can actually say that. Here go ahead. Go. Yeah, yeah. Go. go ahead. I will say yeah, this, this is, is probably my favorite song on the record. If I had to have one, same. Mm-hmm. Like this is. I was talking to my friend uh, Sarah, who's like my main Kanye like stand along with me. And I was like, this is the one song we're probably gonna be vibing to for like the next like week, and then just get tired of it. This is a rap song. <laughs> yep, technically it is. Yeah. <laughs> it has all the it has all the components. Certainly hits all the beats. Yep. And this is a good vibe. This is a solid vibe. It's like, like classic. Yeah, this one has drums in it. I'm into like, like chopping up the soul kind of Kanye. I'm like, I would listen to this in the morning. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't make somebody else. I wouldn't like go like, oh, dude, you got to hear this good song to somebody. It's a very good like. But on your way to work kind of song. Yeah, this is a song for brushing your teeth. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Kanye and work, uh, my alarm for the first year, my freshman year in college, was Good Morning by Kanye West. Great. I hate that song. I can't listen Makes to sense. <laughs> so uh, that, that, that one was fine. Like, that one, that one didn't have the same, like, emptiness issues I was detecting uh, previously. So the next one's closed on Sunday, which... Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. The the breakout track. Folks have folks have feelings. Let's just yeah. Let's just listen to the intro so we can all be on the same page. But this is closed on Sunday. Love it. This is just the nightmare before Christmas. That's why I love it so much. Canonically, the only musical I like. Oh, also Cats now. I like Cats now. You're right. Very Danny Elfman. Uh, super Oingo Boingo feel in this. Close on Sunday. You Except with Oingo Boingo, normally you got oh, to see tits. You my Chick-fil-A. Hold the God, I fucking hate this song. Yeah, this is with everything. All right, here's this is the worst. Unfortunately, okay. it's not even. I of course am gonna have to disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's what Shit. I will say. Here's what I will say for that song. It's like smelling a winter candle. <laughs> it's like sparse and spooky. Uh, it's. I'm not interested in its vibe right now. But on a cold morning, if I'm craving some chili, I would listen to it. It sounds like uh, Christmas it, to me. It's like a... But shitty. If a winter candle donated lots of money to kill gay people in Africa. Well, look, yes. Of course it's bad <laughs> to advertise Chick-fil-A. Uh, ah, shit. Yeah, you're right. I can't justify any of yeah, that. No, yeah, no. It's real bad, dude. It's yeah. a real bad look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Chick Fil A is terrible. If you didn't know, yeah. yeah. For me, it's uh, there's a lot of stuff in here that that wouldn't bug me as much if Kanye wasn't doing it. Yeah, because I think Kanye's perspective as a as a very very rich man matters to the subject matter of these songs. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I here's I so I was. I was kind of excited when I first heard like the like intro to this song because it's mm-hmm. it's spooky, it's sultry, yeah. it's kind of weird. It's got like a little bit of a social network, <laughs> kind of social networky vibe to it. And I don't know, it just feels like a waste of a very good like choir like section being like, like composing some beats because this is I don't know. It's just there's just nothing there for like the entire song. It's just. I did. Way I did. Too much I did clock the intro is way too long. Yeah. It it felt like, I don't know. I wanted it to get on with it faster, and then the Chick Fil A thing happened, and I like said, it "Feels like a revivalist Harry Potter soundtrack." Yeah, it's got that very like English children's film whimsy. Yeah, almost. It's downright Dickensian. <laughs> Ooh. I'm looking at the lyrics for the song, and my favorite part is just at the very end. It just says, "Outro Chick Fil A." <laughs> So, you know, it's a lot of effort put into this, uh, into this record. All right. Uh, we're going to move on. So uh, up next we have On God. Let's, uh, let's hit that and start talking. I will say this, al- this song also has one of my least favorite lyrics. I don't know how far we'll get into the song, but... It's just essentially where he complains about the IRS and being taxed too much. Because ah! it is just full-on Republican Make a church about Boomer it. shit. Make a church about it. Um, that's what he's doing, actually. Yeah, that's what Jared Leto's doing. Yeah. <laughs> 
church, so here, church of the SoundCloud Joker, you know. I, I am getting like heavy fucking uh, graduation vibes off this, which is something I've missed. Mm. If I'm being honest, I like that. I like I like that production turn. He's never kind of come back to that. Yeah, it's it, yeah. The, the synths are a little bit more elemental, I guess. They're more. I like they're that. like they're like good Casio synths almost. Yeah, like it's like it's it's like it's just very. It's I don't know. It's just abrupt, not abrasive, but fun and building. I do want to point out the lyric. Uh, before I had the ranch, I had horses in the garage. Yeah, uh, that's, I that, think that's very. And funny. the extreme cool. witty. Perfect. Ly- lyricism of when I thought the book of Job was a job. Yeah. This uh, man yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really... Like, it's just a it's a game of bars in there. It's... Well, you see, it's clever because the two words are spelled the same, uh, but they're pronounced differently, so... Can't believe this. I've never hoped that PETA got anybody, but I hope PETA gets Kanye. Horses don't go in garage. Come on, man. All right? They need to roam. You've got to ventilate it. You've, You've got, got to put hay down. Do you park your car in there, you Look, idiot? I, die. I'm terrified of horses, which has been documented all my life. I think they're the scariest animals, but you got to let them run. you got to <laughs> let those puppies roam, baby. Uh, uh, I do find it offensive. I have an uh, I had an uncle that died when he closed the garage on him and his horse. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I don't know about that. So the horse just ripped ass until he died. Fuck. Yeah, it's real sad. Oh, cool, cool, cool. That's cool. what my uncle did. <laughs> Must have had to feed him a lot of bean burritos or something. I don't know food that makes you fart for broccoli. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, asparagus makes you piss. I can't mm-hmm. say that one. No, it just makes it smell weird. You don't actually piss. Water makes you piss. <laughs> Water's the vegetable that makes you piss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're taking a piss break. Yeah. Piss break. I started talking about it, and what are you going to do? Let's. This is with Ty Dolla Sign and Aunt Clemens. Both I prefer Uncle Clemens. <laughs> Both are frequent Kanye collab- collaborators. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign, a real weird guy. Yeah, and Aunt Clemens, kind a of a really kind, talented kind of a Christ adjacent guy. Ty Dolla Sign, right? Uh, he he was he was on the Christ stuff. Wait, a what of Jason? Christ? Yeah, Christ. He, he'll like he'll feature on like Lecrae stuff. Oh, I don't listen to Lecrae, so I don't know. Yeah, he's kind of like a crossover guy. Huh. Are Aunt Clemens and Uncle Cracker married? Now we're talking. <laughs> okay, so so Kanye West famously, uh, during the production of this album, asked all of his collaborators to not have premarital sex. So, was Ty Dolla fucking while he was making this? That is the question. Ty Dolla were you fucking while making yeah, did you, Jesus is King? Ty, were, they had a, they had a, what, like a four-month production period? Yeah. Ty, can I tell you, call you Ty? Uh, <laughs> I'm just speaking to you directly. Did you break the fuck pack? <laughs> we need to know. All right, here's the bit. Round the horn. Everybody gets to name one album that they think also had a no-fuck pact. <laughs> I'll start that first Bon Iver album, the the cabin one. He was saving it up. <laughs> up in the woods. Yeah. Heath? Pass, I need to think. Okay. Every Rush album. God damn you're it. Right, you're I right. had just pulled up the Rush discography <laughs> <laughs> to be like, Jake, to be like, that that three of us. <laughs> I was, I was going to go uh, moving pictures. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. I'll be more specific. Roll you the bones. Guys wanna th you guys think that I, the guy who wrote a sketch about Rush losing their virginity, <laughs> didn't think about that joke. Fine, I have a new one. It's called uh, Passion for Praise, 1999 by Carman. All right, yeah. <laughs> okay, surprisingly enough, I'm going to go with Kings of Crunk by Little John of the Beast. <laughs> No one okay. was fucking during the making of the album, but post, yes. Oh, they, they, they kept it, they kept it uh, they kept all stocked up. That's how it. there's so much fucking testosterone on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they the come fuck out, do you they, think they, pimp juice is, yo? <laughs> <laughs> they just come out of the studio uh, with bandoliers of cum across their chest <laughs> and like a machine gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the machine gun from, uh, from Dusk Till Dawn. The, uh, <laughs> That, uh, in Atlanta, that's known as the Summer of Children. <laughs> I'll actually change mine to... Surprisingly uh, enough, that was actually the last year that Freaknik actually occurred. <laughs> uh, that's I'll, not true, but yeah. I'll change mine to Vespertine by Bjork because she was encased in a crystal sarcophagus during the entire Damn. production Damn. of that. Uh, my pitch is the soundtrack to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> That collaboration process had no sex happening. Yes. Diverse City. Everybody on Diverse City didn't uh, fuck. Uh, sorry, this is the one my brain gave me. Uh, Mark Hollis's self-titled album. We don't have to play it, but I just want you to look at the art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two Yaz. Oh, yeah. That's a virgin. There's a lot of clarinet on it. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean... Me too. Uh, if I had to admit my answer, I would also include the Killers' uh, third album, Sawdust. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no uh, sex was also, the making of Sawdust. Also, every metal album ever. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if this is accurate, but Safe as Milk uh, yeah. definitely feels like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get us back to... No, they were fucking In an airplane over the sea. <laughs> trying to get us back to Kanye here. Okay, we're back. They stopped fucking for Trump. Uh, I, I think... I think every everything we need is a is a probably would be a good gospel song if if sung by if sung by anybody more poor <laughs> than uh, uh, he does say that in reference to Adam and Eve about how Adam should have told her to put the apple back because we have everything we need. <laughs> That's a real part in the song. Oh, <laughs> I'm honestly surprised he doesn't just rhyme it with Adam and Steve. Like like I just I'm just surprised. We have it. <laughs> I, I, I'm speaking abstractly, Jamie. Uh, he's rich. He doesn't need God. That's obvious. Like if he had, like if he had rhymed it in a way like advertising that you know, like like even, even though God gave us Adam and Eve, you know we would have stayed straight if it was Adam and Steve. Like dudes wouldn't have messed it up. Yeah. They would. Like, just... <laughs> it's like a different. <laughs> Like, he's pro Adam and Steve, not for gay rights or anything, because he's like, damn, Eve really messed that shit up. Come on, Eve. How come God never thought of just making Steve straight? <laughs> hey. There's a horrifying lot of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kanye would just be hoed up enough that he would endorse homosexuality, so he wouldn't have to actually treat women well. Sure, yeah. All right, the next one, uh, my so friends, is... Back to Kim or anything else? Whoa. <laughs> fucking Where are we going monster. to water? Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to water now. I fuck with this song the least. Okay, we, we've, we've got a no on water. One no on water. Here we go. Majority rules. <laughs>
This is fine. <laughs> Feels like an interlude. It's like a Frank Ocean interlude. Yeah, this is Dire Dire Docks from uh, Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just at like a legitimate note. I think this is the best his voice has ever been on this album because he's only been around choir singers for the last few years and he has really good control over his, his voice in this album. Uh, I really like how he sounds in this. Also, he just sounds like happy and stoked all the time. It is nice. It's different. Also, the vocal mixing on this is actually really, really good. Yeah. And, of, and like this is saying someone who like does frequent like vocal samples and like tracks for part of beats. So like it's strange to like see like him actually ca actually taking like a real thought process into like how he's like capturing all the sound together because like huge chunks of it are recorded it are recorded together like the choir's in the background he's doing the fucking MCing. he also did his stuff uh in, in one take a lot of the time as well with the choir stuff it's, yeah. it's impressive uh but also there's not a lot of uh, vocal modulation on this album either he he, he he's him for, for most of it yeah which is a unique turn in our posts, like, Bad, 808's of Heartbreak's Kanye world. Bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> Bad choice for it to just be him. Yeah. Should, yeah, he should try being himself less. Griff's dependability is what, what's it. really getting me through. It's anchoring the episode. Yeah, it really is. is. Is Kanye, like, really obsessed with one-take stuff? You have to think he would be. He'd be the kind of person that like is. Like an authenticity guy. I think within the context of like choir stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you can do a full three-minute song in one take and then produce around it, as opposed to doing different sections, I it think. doesn't. That would make it easier. Because I don't know. I, I'm asking because when I listen to Yay, I hate to be such a choir teacher about it, but like Kid Cudi was flat <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Just like you can ask him to do another one. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, he's never been on key. <laughs> I liked him on Comedy Bang Bang. Can see this was good. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that was good. Cam, you got I, one. I preferred Majin Cuddy. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> 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 Fuck, man. I might fucking leave. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, I was basically uh, fuck. God damn. <laughs> God, Majin Cuddy. No, uh, I, I, I got I got on the Cuddy train late because uh, uh, I I don't know I was I was a good kid and wasn't around people who listened to Kid Cuddy um, and so I uh, I I found him like post uh, his second album and then I just like my friends were like you gotta listen to this I'm like oh wait this is what I was looking for when I was alone in Oklahoma at like. Eight, 17 years old. <laughs> it's like someone was like, it's okay to be sad. And that's why I like it. Uh, oh. that's good. I worked at a Zoomies when Man on the Moon came out, so I was required by law to uh, hear it and play it in the store. Wow, that's a real tough time in your life. Yeah, man. There's <laughs> that and a lot of Matt and Kim. If you believe that part of Man on the Moon. Kid, Kid, Kid Cudi's another that weird one. Is, the just, R.E.M. song. He's just an... He's just another weird one because, like, he has some really good stuff, but then, like, Speed and Bullet to he uh, Heaven is, like, I mean, that's one of the worst a genuine, records. A genuine, like, masterpiece of garbage. Yeah, it, it's, like, it's up there with, like, uh, Corey Feldman's album for, like, one Whoa. of the worst things of the, of the past. It is like, five tracks of droning, grunge-inspired 
hip hop vibes that sound like they were made on drugs but are utterly sober. Shit, dude. Uh, and the whole that thing sucks. is 26 tracks long and 91 minutes. And it's worse just... than Ascension Millennium. I don't know Ascension Millennium. It's it's on Corey Feldman's album. Okay. <laughs> there are songs that rival it, like um, God. What's what's that? One Can't believe track? you name dropped the name of the. <laughs> He wasn't on his phone, by the way. <laughs> no, Incredible. I didn't look at my phone. I knew it. <laughs> Cameron? I don't know. There, it's weird. I, I love Kid Cudi. Um, I love Kid Cudi's stuff. I think that he's like created some really interesting music. He's, for better or worse, the most influential artist in like contemporary like pop hip-hop. He did show a lot of kids MGMT and Ratatat in the same song. For sure. I do just want to correct you, Alex, and I hate to be this person. Ascension Millennium is a single. God damn it. The album is called Angelic, the number two, the core, and then uh, semicolon, angelic, funkadelic, forward slash, angelic, rockadelic. So that's a that that's that, that that's an oopsie on you, pal. Yeah. Uh, look, you fucked up. Please apologize to the people. No, absolutely. That name... Egg on my face. I'm really sorry to everybody, and also I want to apologize formally, uh, also to Dan Wade, um, <laughs> who uh, was the person scheduled to record uh, today, Saturday at 4 p.m., and we did ask him if he could record on Tuesday instead, uh, for fear that the album will. Have lost relevance by Monday. Um, so, Dan, well, thank you so I much. I don't know, man. Church, churches are going to have a real goddamn heyday oh, with this one. man, maybe. It, if, can we just roundtable what we think churches are going to do with this damn album? Because I have thoughts and prayers. A lot of them are like... I don't know. There's nothing objectionable about Was anyone them. here like ever Baptist in a small town? Like, did you go to that church? I went, uh, like, you go to the church where, like, there's an old guy in an olive drab suit. That's your pastor. You know, your music minister, also old. Your youth minister did play football at the high school level but got injured and couldn't play in college. And he does make that known. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, and also, what do they do very subconsciously? One, a ton of dog whistles. And two, they make fun of rap. They make fun of rap quite a bit. They make fun of Christian rap, and it's for the wrong reasons. And they are going to have to get on their fucking knees. Well, you, well, you see, Josh, it's actually crap without the C. <laughs> no, they, they say that shit, and now they, they are all going to have to eat dick about this, and I am just... if Is this the best Kanye album? No. And for some people, the good Kanye album doesn't exist, but if this, at the very least, can get these like 98% like white congregations to just shut the fuck up up about some of this shit then what a cultural accomplishment i mean if it works it, it'll you have work way too much faith in white people i think i agree <laughs> yeah i think Genuinely. i agree i think that, that it will, will change their minds because a black person said anything i think that it, it will get played before youth group parties for six months can you have your sister track that yes <laughs> It's this is this. I don't think it's gonna be like a massive culture. I think like it's just gonna be one of the. I don't know. It's a, it's just a weird album, and I don't think it's gonna have much relevance beyond like this sort of like instance of this thing. But it's a weird album in the discography of a very strange man who's made very weird albums before. But quick head count: Who enjoyed the album? Who actually liked the album? We're not done with it yet. So That's I don't fair. Know. As a matter of fact. 
Let's... Well, isn't it? I just want to say, isn't it odd that Weird Al has never made an album called Weird Album? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, With just his butt on it. Weird album. Yeah. Come on. And he just does Griffin, parodies of like butt songs. You're absolutely right. I mean, I would listen to Weird Album. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, man. Come on. That would be said with reverence, like people saying the White Album. <laughs> The, the weird, weird album. album. The weird album. Yeah. What's next, Heath? The fact that, yeah, oh my God, that's perfect. I like Big Clucks. It's a song about a farmer who right. raises chickens. <laughs> Sorry, just if weird, uh, weird. If you're listening to the program, yeah, weird. Snooty's, you know where to find us. Snooty, 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 rocking everywhere. <laughs> uh, he does a song Rock called Dweeb, sorry. which is a cover of Creep by Radiohead. <laughs> Oh, man, what if Dr. K hears this before Weird Al? <laughs> Guys, I'm banging the gavel and uh, demanding that we stop doing bits so we can keep I, listening to this album. Well, luckily, Josh, I don't think this <laughs> podcast is on Jitterbug. Let's go to God Is. <laughs> We're listening oh. to... We're listening to God Is. This is actually, um, this was produced, guest produced by the Irish producer Cassie O'Keyboard. Got your ass. Also talking to the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. Also, he said <laughs> he sounds so old in this song as well. How old is it's so funny to say worship Christ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, worship Christ, motherfucker. Well, it's not even hey, that. No cursing, because yeah, Tanya no said has deigned it. It's like it's just it's so obviously a guy who just found out about church which is crazy <laughs> for a guy who spent so much time like i don't know he's Kanye's 42 and 58 whoa hey, well now i like Kanye cuz we do stand a short king <laughs> yeah, so listen, all right <sighs> upon finding out that Kanye is a short king i unfortunately yeah, have been forced to stand now but i like this album <laughs> did you guys not know he was short Nobody uh, tall would ever behave like yeah. Kanye West. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, his next album is uh, Yeezus is Short King. <laughs> I only know his height compared to Mike Myers. <laughs> this is barely related, but I found out that Billy Corgan's like 6'4", and it completely fuck, fucked man. me up. Come on. I could have sworn he was 5'2". So... What the fuck? Just like a tall... It's truly Nosferatu. Yeah. <laughs> just a, Billy Corgan's a just fucking Hodor. Oh, just a long man. Just a goddamn um, long goblin. Remember when yeah. he dated Jessica Simpson? You remember when that happened? No! What? Yeah. Who? Now what? I know it's because he's got that 6'4 guy dick. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, upsetting. People are monsters. Um, do we have specific thoughts about God is? I, I, I feel like... Straight up, no. I feel like water, water felt like a transition. Oh, mm -hmm. so 
God is is I mean it's uh, God is he does this in a lot of his albums where he'll have a song where he doesn't do much work other than pitch up a sample and then again have a lot of other people do the heavy lifting. Uh he does that a lot, and this is that song where he put in the least amount of work. There are two photos of Billy Corgan and Jessica Simpson <laughs> together. Oh my god! In one, in one, he looks like a fan jumped into a photo, and in the other, he is t- ten paces behind her. So I don't know that we can call that dating legally. What What is that relationship like? I don't know, but the ghoulish, ghoulish. That's like dating. <laughs> that's like dating the guy at your mom's vape store. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> Anyways, we have uh, we have two more songs. We have three more songs. Excuse me. Um, oh, Kenny G's coming up. Yeah. Okay. Look. Oh yeah. Kung Fu Kenny. Not yet. Um, Excuse me. But yeah. Josh, did you say Kung Fu Kenny to Kung me? Fu Kenny is the nickname for Kendrick Lamar, the current rap god of our universe. Yes, I am familiar with Kendrick Lamar. I used it in reference to Kenny G, the current sax god of our universe. Okay, great. <laughs> well, he did say no premarital sax. <laughs> Flip the table, bitch. It's over. God damn, Shut dude. it down. I'm beginning to feel like a sax guy. All right. Bulldoze your house. That's the best it's going to get. So, uh... Uh, <laughs> Kenny, the the next one is hands on with Fred Hammond. Uh, Kenny Gaxophones is the second to last. I okay. This is my favorite song on the record. You like I, you like hands on. I love this song. Okay, okay. So here's hands on. <laughs> you would like to sit, you young bitch. <laughs> Oh my god, I love you. This, this is actually a song. Gap pulled over, see the brights. What you doing on the street at night? I also think this is his most earnest song on this because he talks about just like Christians hating him, and I feel like my dad would like it. <laughs> Do Christians hate your dad for being a magician? <laughs> no sorcerers allowed. It's on the, yeah, it's on the sign, it's on the gate. Uh, yeah, it's no, he knew all the tricks, they had to get rid of him. <laughs> Got kicked out like John Constantine. Yeah. yeah, he got kicked out because he started explaining all of Jesus' miracles to a pastor. He wasn't dead, you see. He was just in a box. <laughs> you know, the Navy SEALs can actually uh, lower their heart rate. <laughs> Guy explaining Jesus dying. I just want more drums. Yeah. God damn it. it, it, it call, me, uh, call me John Lennon. Because my catchphrase drums. is drums. <laughs> it's a comedy bang bang reference. Mike Hanford's character. Yeah. Doing another podcast doing another joke. Podcast on your... joke on my podcast. That yeah. classic move. Great radio. Great radio. <clears throat> Guys, go listen to Comedy Bang Bang if you want to listen to that. Uh, I'm going to plug Freedom. Uh, <laughs> With uh, Paul Tompkins, Scott Ackerman, and uh, Lauren Lapkus. Yeah, and shout out to all the flagrant fans out there listening yeah. to the flagrant ones. Uh, hey, Shot and Carl's basketball podcast. Anyone interested in uh, uh, Behind the Bastards uh, with, uh, I can't remember the guy's name right now. Uh, okay. It's a great podcast. Listen to it. Shouting out Dr. Game Show with Joe Firestone. Yeah! Uh, real good podcast. What are you being from the Christians? I just want to shout out the praise down. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, the podcast we're fucking on, you nitwit. Little podcast that uh, we do. Just a little. <laughs> um, it's it's been very restrained the the entire. Yeah. The the I will say the album gets like. <laughs> The album, much like the Bible, gets a little repetitive. This song like, sounds like uh, we get song it. That it's would poetry. Play as a character is being drowned in a swimming pool, or is like fallen into a spirit swimming pool and is now drowning. Or maybe just a guy floating on a floaty in the swimming pool, looking at the sky, going like, "Man, my summer fling broke up with me. What am I gonna do?" Yeah, get into the Lord. Exactly. It's time to <laughs> lord up. So it's good. It's fine. It's 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 one of the more interesting ones. Uh, I love that song, but when I first listened to it and Bonnie Vare came in, I did laugh out loud. <laughs> uh, he it just it seems like a lot. Bonnie Vare's doing a lot of work. It's just music for student athletes, man. Like that's yeah. like all this is. I thought, wow. I thought yeah. Bonnie Vare retired, or like wasn't he like getting out of the game? He's put out one. Yeah, he has. He has. He had a weird one. Did he move back to the woods? Yeah. Him and Timberlake. And Hillary Clinton. What? I I feel like when he used Bon Iver in my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, it was fun. It was good. Uh, We don't have a Bon Iver feature on here, but like, I don't know. I don't think I don't think we should keep letting white guys feature. Because because Chance had one with Ben Gibbard on it and it was trash. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it it was it was like my least favorite song off an album. The I Black didn't like Keys did an, the Black Keys did an album with Wu Tang Clan and that shit slaps. Oh Fuck. yeah. Oh black. Ah, I I've, hate... I've heard Black Rock and it's very good. Uh, yeah, it's Sour great. Soul by uh, Most Ghostface episode. Killer and that, Bad that Bad is, Not Good is. But well, like the Wu Tang Clan in and of itself is undefeated. Like, has never has never released a bad project. The best. That's true. They're Ever. like the Undertaker of hip hop. You know what I think? I think that a black artist should um, give Paul Simon a taste of his own medicine, <laughs> what? and do an album where they just do songs that sound exactly like Paul Simon songs. <laughs> Just like a soft rock album. Open like you mean Vampire Weekend? Yeah. A reverse Graceland. Yeah, like if, if we, Vampire... we can definitely convince Open Mike Eagle to do that. Yeah, that's definitely true. He would he would do that. Just oh, on, on, I'd love that. On site. All right, two more songs. Oh use, my God, really? Use this gospel. It's a short one. Yeah. With uh, this album is such a with fucking clips. With clips and Kenny Gaxophone himself. That's what the G stands for. <laughs> Shoutouts to Clips, by the way. Yeah, Clips, Clips getting I'll back to no together. Fury, one of my favorite hip hop albums ever. Pusha T's record last year was good. If Clips and Kenny G are in the studio recording this live, how much cocaine is in the room? I'm sorry, Spirit Dust. How much Spirit Dust is in the room? None. I will say, <laughs> this song bums me out because I don't think Malice or. Uh, push are very good on this and it kind of bums me out that's fair i just want to draw attention to the fact that uh kanye west asked Pusha t to not fuck (laughs) (laughs) on the heels of being grammy nominated too so such a such a he's not a good friend it's not a good friend I uh, I work at Enterprise Rent a Car, and I was in a car, and I thought one of the doors was open for the entire song. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm gonna skip ahead to the saxophone solo. Are you trying to get to the sax solo? Yeah, do you have a timestamp? No, I don't have a timestamp. <laughs> what if I just rolled my sleeve up and I already had it tattooed on me? Yeah, we've got to listen to the, in my opinion, the best part of the album, which is Kenny, you know Sir, Sir Kenneth G. Kenny G's never put out a bad sax album. Wait, go back. There it was. <laughs> Shh. All of you look so stupid when you're vibing. So good. Be nice. You look stupid when you're vibing. That's it's, true. You're not vibing if you don't look like an idiot. Yeah. I would to like, vibe is to shed that. <laughs> I would like to make it very clear that I am not vibing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gr Griff has looked cool as shit this, this whole yeah, time. This sucks shit, dude. <laughs> I love Not it. Kenny G. Like, what the Whoa! fuck is this? Like what? I just don't. I just don't understand. Wait, Cameron, do you have? Can you? Is Kenny G firmly in the Kanye sphere now with the Valentine's Day thing for Kim, and now this? Here's here's what I understand about Kenny G as a person. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if there is money involved, he will do it. Yeah. I've yet to see he's, him turn down any project that seems like it couldn't pay very well. The Gallagher of saxophone. <laughs> For sure. You know what? Yeah. I've yet to see him do poorly on a project at which he was paid very well to do it, including this one. Well, I'm pretty sure Gallagher is racist, though. So <laughs> If there's a the if there's a good music, Cruel Summer 2, yes or no, is Kenny G on it? After this performance, probably. <laughs> like, he's on it at the very least in the intro with a... On, Fortunately, timed R. Kelly tracks. So. Oh yeah. man! Yeah, I feel like. What if he's uh, on it with Snoop Dogg, like a G Funk kind of thing? Oh God, I would fucking love that. I mm -hmm. want more G Funk. G Funk. Who? Who needs? Okay, yeah. Back. Let's go around. Who needs to feature Kenny G? Okay, here's here's my pitch for Kenny G Funk, real quick. It's just the uh, the saxophone going like it does. You know, oh, there's that. <laughs> we've, heard, we've heard it before. Yeah. 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 Deep cut, bad, bad, not good would be great with Kenny G. Oh, that's fair. Just add him to the mighty, mighty boss tones. Fuck, man, no! He's too smooth. He's too smooth. He needs to be on something that's backed by Parliament Beats. <laughs> no, I was about to say, like, let's just, can we, can we get George Clinton on the phone and just add Kenny G to Parliament? Okay, counterpoint, counterpoint. Kenny G... Plus Earth, Wind, and Fire, because mm. they Earth, Wind, and Fire is good on their own. They, they yeah, uh, yeah. Also, they don't, guys, look, look every it's not. Of it's Earth, not, Wind, and Fire is better than Kenny G. Unfortunately, it's not Kenny that, G's great. It's not that they need him, but they are smoother. <laughs> guys, but also side note, there is a BG that's still around. <laughs> there is one BG, My the last BG, Kenny GB, <laughs> the KGB. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've won that riff. Yep. Okay. Good. I had one, but I can't fucking top that. You're yep. great. Uh, we're gonna move on to the last one. Um, it's the closest thing we will get to a title track. It's Jesus is Lord. <laughs> yeah, he needs to make up his mind. Is he king or lord? Okay. Man, come on, man. Is it king? At first, I thought it was king. Now you fucking telling me he's the Lord too? Like fuck that. Okay, I gotta tell you guys, I'm a real sucker for last songs on an album. Uh, so I, I like this one the most, 
but I also think it happens to be like my favorite uh, my favorite beat. So uh, this also it does go through the credits of the short film that he put out, uh, and it's very appropriate. Very good. I like that the synth horns all sound like there's a French horn in there. Now this is like probably one of my favorite things that Kanye did does. It's one of the things that I think he like capitalizes on really well on my favorite Kanye album, like registration. He's able to make just things like really grandiose, like super early on, and just a set that's tone that I like. And I do I also like this song. It's not like it's not like my favorite song. That's it. Close. Whoa. <laughs> See, so that's like, like it's just enough to like give Come you, like, on, man. I would have liked more of that. It's my like favorite one. Uh, Yeah, come on. And it's 47 seconds. More of the good Uh, stuff. Alex, to revisit your earlier point about French horn, uh, it's just called horn. Grow the fuck up. Come on, man. It's it's called horn now. Uh, It's just called horn now? Yeah, just horn. It was always just horn. Freedom horn? It's not an Iraq war thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's only a freedom horn if you deep fry it. Yeah, uh, uh, shut up. It's... uh, We were calling it horn before 9-11, so it's not like an Iraq thing. Yeah, when you say French horn now, I feel like I have to take a knee. Like, it's horn. Post-9-11 horn. (laughs) Now that's the name of my comedy album. Folks! (laughs) And then an English horn is a reed instrument. It's fucked up. It's chaotic. Yeah, an English horn is actually a reeded instrument. Yeah. I hate this. Chaotic. So how do we? How do, what, now that's, what? That's 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 the album. We listen to it. Do we want to? Do we want to fight or? <laughs> I think we all. I mean, well, Alex, what, do a- ratings. Alex, or? what did you think? I thought it was very silly. And if you choose to rate it, rate it in the context of its effectiveness as a Christian album. Like we're not we're not talking about. We can talk about if it's good, but as that's not Christian, your score. As a Christian, we I'm want, not buying it. Like, like, a, like how mm. what good of a PR move is it? How good, how much will churches love it? How much will the widest churches love I'm, it? I don't know. A, a lot, by the way. It's going <laughs> to. It's Kanye. Um, I mean, I guess, I just, I don't, it doesn't sound very sincere to me. Uh, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like a person who just found out about church. Um. And is now wanting to do one for himself. But isn't this what you do when you like just find out about yeah, church? Like thing. when you just discover church, just like you know, like when you just discover comedy or when you just discover yeah. a thing, or you like just you get di- like hired at Herbalife. You, you know? dive in head first. Like your posts yeah. are about Herbalife. Like he just joined the spiritual MLM. We cannot fault him for his enthusiasm. He's also mentally ill, uh, <laughs> uh, and I feel like when uh, someone who's uh, easily susceptible to stuff does feel what it's like to be in the middle of a church choir singing about. God, I'm sure that's awesome. Yeah. I do think, okay, I will say, I think there is some sort of reporting culture bias because I remember when I was, when I was like in high school, I was in college, Madonna came out with some new album. And I just remember all the reporting was like, oh my God, Madonna, she's so great at like reinventing herself and reinventing her sound. And Kanye has done that almost every album that's come out since late registration has been something different, something tweaked. Like he's played with some element of what he does. And we never praise him for being a fluid performer who's willing to evolve and willing to change and willing to ignore what you liked in order to pursue something new we just go oh my god there's kanye like going off the cliff again like you can like him or or not like him but i i think the i i don't know i i wish that he would get a little bit more respect for at least he's doing something different he's using his creative outlet and so i i think there can be some 
praise there. Yeah, and he sort I think he alienates a lot of people with each album as well, and those people tend to be a bit loud about it as well every time that, that something comes out. What are you Should we talk about the, the, the genius rubric? Oh, yeah, maybe... Uh... I was also just going to, uh, just quickly, I just disagree with all that. I think all this stuff is bad. So, of course. Uh, <laughs> none of it's good. It's, it's only interesting if you haven't heard a lot of music. So, uh, uh, okay, after that. So, uh, he, I do think he does maybe stack up to the advanced genius rubric that we've okay. talked about. Uh, Let's backpedal and explain. All right, so have we talked about Advanced Genius on this show before? No, not on the show. So uh, there's a – I don't remember the authors. You're well. You're more well-suited to talk about this remember. than I am. Oh, you don't remember? Yeah, so I don't, I don't these, remember the authors of it. These but. authors, you can trust them, uh, put out this uh, rubric, essentially, for determining like a creative genius or uh, any other kind, I suppose. Um, you have to make great work for 15 years before you qualify for the other things. Yeah, that has to come first. There's like a criteria in order to – because there's like people could be geniuses, but then there's a thing called an advanced genius. Yeah. And so uh, – yeah, so you have to do 15 years worth of stuff. So Kanye, I, I, Kanye's I, made 15 years of well-reviewed yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, first album came out 2004. 2004. Yeah, yeah. So, so, he, so he's, he qualifies to do the other things. Has he had – uh, I'm sorry. Is he totally unironic? I think I absolutely think yeah. so. I, I don't think he, think he, he knows what irony is. Okay, yeah. all of his like shit. at all. Uh, he knows what wordplay is, but not what irony is. I was gonna say Kanye West is the most sincere yeah. artist in everything he's ever done. It might seem like it makes no sense to him, to us, but his entire his his vision of what he understands like connections and the world to be makes so clear crystal sense to him that there's no room for irony or ingenuineness ingenuineness yeah that's the word yeah one of the next things is you uh you have to uh alienate your original fan base Mm -hmm. which 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 we just talked about uh he does every album (laughs) And like, then, like Beck, yeah, and then melt down spectacularly, which, which he does arguably right before every album. Yeah, 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 May, yeah. Maybe he's fully aware he's of like, what he's well, doing. He's like melting down to the point where people speculate that it's that it's fake. But uh, what if it's not fake? <laughs> Some examples of other advanced geniuses are people like Lou Reed. He's like one of the and Bob Dylan are two of them, where they have just done things that. Also insufferable people. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. Uh, I don't know. I think it's interesting to think about, though, because even though I'm not a, a fan of his, like, there is there is something undeniable about him just culturally. It's just, I don't know. People yeah. are just very, very drawn to him, just no matter what he does, you know? So I can, the, maybe I can interject with my unified theory of Kanye. Now. Please. Yes, please. All right. So... Kanye West's work can be best defined by a conversation with two, not diametrically opposed, but two kind of on the either side of each other ideas. That is the divine and the obscene. He has worked specifically to kind of like in concert with that since his very first single, Jesus Walks, right? So what's like the big line off of Jesus Walks? Um, Next time I'm in the club, everybody's singing out Jesus. Right? And so, like, it's literally, like, everyone's in the club doing the fucking shit you do in the club, like, having fun, mm-hmm. partying, drinking, doing drugs. Um, and also, like, singing about Jesus. And so, like... It's, for, like, blasphemous, but 
also sincere. Blasphemous Russell is sincere, but like also the idea is that like it's a celebration of like both these things at the same time. Like Kanye's also written extensively about sex, uh, almost as much as he's written about religion and speculating about religion as like an idea. And so for me, a work of Kanye's has to be identified by where does it fit between these sort of obscene and divine sort of like context this is definitely leaning more divine in terms of its interpretations but like all of the shit side of surrounding it like has like this weird sort of obscene tint to it it's almost what's happening at the time of the recording that's obscene right yeah and like that's that's like the argument for kanye's like understanding this like is you cannot understand kanye through music alone you have to understand him as a continuous performance artist because his act bleeds out into the public eye, exactly. essentially. And yeah, so, like, it's not just like it's pro wrestling. It's pro wrestling. He's kayfabe all day, um, and like the best part of it is, is that we are always kind of able to like be in. Con- he's always in concert with like the work that he's created, like whether it's like past work or it's current work. He's always evolving and shifting and creating new things and developing new ideas. Does this so in terms of like? continuing being the same sort of like genius level creative stuff that we look at i think this album fits within it um do i appreciate it no i like late registration and what the fuck is this shit um so like that's not something like for me but i do feel like there's a certain through line of like a lot of the work that he's seeing that's directly here and he's been talking about a gospel album for like three albums now so i definitely see this as sort of like his project that he feels I don't know how he feels about it, but it definitely is the project he's been working towards for a while. The thing, the thing about it for me is that it feels like I, I can't help but consider the, the PR implications of releasing it now, right? Kanye's done a lot of like MAGA stuff, and so to me, this feels like uh, him trying to retain favor with white evangelicals but also reconcile with people of color for the MAGA stuff. Um, and it feels like it doesn't feel like unified in it's like mission for whatever that is. It feels somewhat secular for being a, a, a quote unquote gospel album. It feels of, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, exactly. I just don't know if I buy it just in general. Yeah. I mean like all the Sunday service uh, like concerts have like, hundred dollar t-shirts that you can yeah. buy in commemoration with it and like if that's not like like exchanges of coin in like the church like what is there that's also just church though like well and he's also largely associated with like chad veach and some of those other pastors who you'll find on my favorite instagram account i'd like to plug preachers and sneakers where you can go and see what these assholes wear and how much it costs like it, so these preachers that are in 800 hundred dollar pants and Five hundred dollar sure. jacket. Is, is Chad Veach the the Bieber pastor? Uh, he's one of them. There's okay. a lot of when I when I tell you there's a lot of Bieber pastors, you gotta believe me. What? I yeah, mean, Bieber t- has more than one spiritual advisor. Chad Veach is one of these spiritual advisors. Kevin Durant met with, I believe, before his decision to leave Oklahoma City and go to Golden State. Oh, so oh my god! Double fuck you, Chad. Fuck Veach. Chad Veach. And to this point, like I know I made fun of the lyric earlier about like the taxes stuff, but like the line that follows that, he's talking. He says. Like, essentially, fuck the IRS. They're taking too much of my money. That's why I charge so much for stuff, because my family's going to starve if I don't. It's just, like, so... I mean, he literally says my family's going to starve. Like, it's That's so crazy. out of touch. And, like, it... And I I mean, I agree with you completely, Alex. I think it's just so put on and superficial. Mm. Like, 
all this entire theme of this album it just seems so disingenuous to me completely i i I struggle with the idea of like calling it like disingenuous because i feel like there's there's something genuine there it's a through line that he's been like coming back to over and over again yeah but i don't know i don't i think i don't know i don't see the vision here and maybe like the short film like illuminates part of it and makes some things like more connected but the vision like every Kanye album no matter what has had at the very least a specific vision like college dropouts all about I dropped out of college and now I'm going to be the best rapper of all time here's the fucking proof late registration I'm coming back to show you that I can do this thing again graduation completion of a trilogy also just saying I'm doing my own thing fuck everyone else um 808's on heartbreaks he's literally lost like he his girlfriend broke up with him he lost his mom everything's fucking going to shit Meatless Archives of Fantasy is the best thing he's ever produced it's his masterpiece it's the work of art he's always wanted to make Jesus is him like I don't know trying to be death grips for like 47 minutes <laughs> and the life of Pablo is him like talking specifically about like all the changes in his life that he's happened and like him reckoning with his own sense of fame and self and then there's yay which is just hey let's not take our medication in the woods and see what happens <laughs> that's um, that's the that's like the bad message I picked up from yay um the the idea that I'm good at my art because I'm terribly mentally ill and I don't do anything it's about it. It's the worst thing. That it, it's honestly like the worst, most toxic like messaging that he's put out there in terms of like a unified message from an album, right? Because it's very much just says like I need this mental illness, I need this like sort of dark part of myself to make great work. And he's talked about it at length about how like when he started taking medicine, he wasn't able to like work. And to that, I was just like, get yourself a better psychiatrist, dog. Like, yeah. for real. Like, there's no mm-hmm. reason that you have to be... You're rich as shit. Find the fucking cocktail that works for you. Stop not taking your meds and being unhappy. And, like, also scaring all of your fans. Also, it's it's very it's very reductive for any arts scene in general, I think. Just because... I don't know. You, you want... Like we're 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 all in the comedy scene more or less. Griffin, you're comedy adjacent, but I don't know. It's good. People are better at their comedy when they take care of themselves. You know, mm. at least if you ask me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You gotta. You gotta. I don't know. I think it's important to take breaks, and I don't know that Kanye yeah. is the kind of person that takes breaks from anything. Like, mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. He seems I'm, like an like an all go go, which I mean is like you kind of think that that's admirable, but also like go, I don't know. He has the money to just. It, he has a, an amount of money that would allow him to drop off the face of the planet for like a month and yay? really just like chill. Yay or yeah. is it ye or is it yay? Yay. 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 Yay and this album feel like this is his break. Oh. This this is him relaxing, having choir, dancing in the sun, you know, on Sunday oh. service. This is grown ups too. <laughs> yeah. He has his own camp this now. Is his- Yes, one thousand yeah, percent. The Wisconsin yeah. albums are just gr- the grown-up too. Um, yeah, kind of he just wants to get together with his friends, have a good time, and not have anybody get mad at him for it. Yeah. Well, too <laughs> too <out> bad. A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put out an album that's 27 minutes. That's an L- or an EP. Nah, it's an album now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Don't you hate it when you go vacationing with your friend who makes music and he tells you you can't fuck for four months? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. Okay, anyway, yeah. well. Coming back to an earlier point, shout out to anyone listening to this that uh, checks into Transformation Church up in Tulsa online. Uh, your pastor rocking $1,500 air fear of gods. Wow. Oh, man. Baby. That's a lot of sauce. Think about where your money is going, man. not to the poor. Here's it's the, on his feet. Here's another fascinating. I don't know if it's upsetting, but it's certainly fascinating. Kanye has enough control over the larger cultural conversation. Are we going to have kind of like a sort of ironic Christ core thing come out of this? I would love that, and I think it would be great for the praise down. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've, I've mentioned to you before that I am on like a big music Discord server, and there's already like multiple people I've seen, and on Rate Your Music that are already like ironically being like you know this i'm saved now after listening to this album like uh, that's that's the hack bit right now it's Christ like irony christianity is going to make a big resurgence. yeah this absolutely album certainly <laughs> is worst, it already is like in the past thing. two days that i've seen after on the this, internet your al your podcast will have much more longevity <laughs> Look. So in the I'm, end, Kanye saved the praise down. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, look, as disappointed as I am in this album, I'm happy for the role that it's played. The, yeah, the music that will come from this. For, for making people for interested it. in uh, Christianity, at least ironically. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Um, should, we, should we rate it? Eh. I'd like to. Yeah, All right. okay. <laughs> All right, let's go around and give our ratings. This is out of 12 Disciples. Okay, and again, what we're rating is not how good it is, because everybody's doing that. The effectiveness uh, or the impact on, uh, I, I guess, contemporary Christian culture in the United States, United States, United States, and States, and States, and States, and worldwide. Yes. Like, like how would you rate it as an impactful album? And I personally need time to think, so I'm going to hand it over to Griffin. Uh, I refuse to rate something like that uh, in that way. So, because I'm just okay. I I don't look at music in that lens. Uh, I'm a pure subjectivist. Uh, I think this album uh, is mixed extremely poorly. The beats are very bad. The lyrics are very bad. Uh, it's I've I've listened to probably about 300 records that have come out in 2019. Can't think of one that was worse. Uh, yeah, one, one Judas. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, the lowest score you can yeah, get. One Judas. I, I don't, I don't, I don't care to participate in saying anything about its impact because that's uh, like irrelevant to me. <laughs> Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> I think it's going to have, I, I think it's going to have a, a bigger impact than I, I think maybe like you guys think it will, or like even we might think it will. I, I think it will be a pretty impactful album. I don't agree with the 12 apostles. I think they were all genuine though. So <laughs> I'm currently looking at a photo of pastor Rich Wilkerson jr. Uh, who married Kanye and Kim, uh, a Miami pastor. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at him holding a $125 Supreme beach ball. Is yes. he, a, is he a nine or truly a, a must cop? Uh, I'm going to rate it 666 Supreme beach balls. All right. Okay. Cause I think it's going to, cause a shit storm more than anything the, great the pastor himself is he a 10 uh he is uh he's a six dressed to the 11s okay 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 <laughs> smart it's, yeah it's like most pastors actually In, ambitious <laughs> yeah 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 just uh just an even six with a 12s budget um, <laughs> 
A six with that 12 money. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, every Kanye West project has been more impactful than anyone else has ever caused it. And as I've ever said about it. And that's just going to continue to be true. Whether I, I like, like this album or whether I hate this album, however I feel indifferent towards this album, it will be impactful in a way that is truly hard to understand. Um, and we'll, it may be one we even talked about. Um, I think that in terms of like contemporary like impacts on like Christian culture, it's already had one. Like he spent like the months leading up to it going to different like churches across the country and just hosting concerts and making church fun and cool in a way that church hasn't been able to do for a few years. Um, and I think like this album, like if he actually like does the stuff that I think he's trying to do with it. And kind of create like really like expansive concert experiences around uh, like the album itself and like the sort of vibe that he wants to put out of it and like really like make this into the Sunday service thing that he's like kind of teased about. Mm-hmm. I think this album is gonna like continue to like promote promote the version of Kanye that he sees in the world, which is the all powerful, all best artist <laughs> who has masses at his feet doing whatever he wants to. Jeez. And I don't think that there's I don't think there's Religion was what he wanted to tap into from the very beginning, and now he's actually tapped into it. So he is just... Oh, my God. He's done it. He's done it. He did the damn thing. He's been winking at gospel his entire career. Yeah. It's the thing. Uh, In terms of, like, rating its cultural impact, I'm going to give it... I will give it seven apostles with a a Judas just peeking out there. Okay. This might not not be the best thing for the world, but it's definitely what's happening. Sure. Uh... I, I paid money to see the short film for this album uh, in the IMAX theater. Uh, I, I had my mom buy me a ticket. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I really did. I, I, I teared up at one point in it. It's very powerful as a, as a, a piece of art. Uh, whether uh, What his intentions are, I, I haven't a clue. Um, I don't know what Kanye's up to, whether this is sincere or not. All I know is that it is... It, it it feels magnificent in a way, but whether or not I understand it completely, even I'm not sure. Uh, whether he does or not as well, still uh, still not sure. Uh, I'm going to rate it a, a nine apostles, mainly because this is just the ninth Kanye album. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron is right. This is not the entry point for Kanye, I think. Uh, as far as first Kanye albums go, I don't think I got it. Um... <laughs> But I think churches are really going to like it a lot. I think I'm going to have to give it Seven Disciples and the Judas. Whoa. Um, I okay. think it's. Uh, I think it is commercial in a way that. I mean, it's he's he's uh, he's doing the Carmen thing. Uh, he's, Define the Carmen, the Carmen thing. Is that a dance? No, he's doing the thing that Carmen did where you make a huge experience um, and you make it big enough that uh, you're allowed to put some stuff in there that's uh, pretty right wing. Um, And he's doing it for the same reasons, which is, well, no, maybe not, though, because he does genuinely love gospel music. He's just making so much money from it, and that makes me not trust it. Um, but that's never been a problem for the American church, so I think it'll still have a pretty big impact. Okay, here's my take. Kanye is 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 constantly like 
teetering on and off the verge of being self-aware and he knows it. Um, he's constantly fighting to show self-awareness in his work, um, which I think makes him the triple H of hip hop. Um, <laughs> he does. He does also bury the newcomers. Yeah. He, uh, he also married the Stephanie McMahon of hip hop. I don't know that Kim Kardashian's a Stephanie McMahon of hip hop. I think that would be like a, a Cardi B or a Nicki Minaj. No, they're not heiresses. But they're not rest the third that Yeah, not. but she's not an heiress to a hip hop. She's like the she's a Stephanie McMahon of social media. Okay, sure. The, the Stephanie McMahon of influencing. There it is. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Okay, yeah, that feels a lot better. But but like Given his life situation, just a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of stuff that I think comes out of gospel albums is like holding on hope despite everything sucking bad. And everybody's aware that nothing like truly sucks very bad for Kanye West. Yo, I just thought, oh my God, that just finally put like the whole thing for me together why I don't like this album. Yeah. It's not just, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, here's this person woefully out of touch who like can't like get it, but like, Throughout this whole thing, he treats God like a vibe. He treats God as like this idea that yeah. he's like a vibe to, as opposed to gospel music, which is all about using God as something to hold on to when everything else has fucking failed you. Right. Like gospel music is survival music as yeah. opposed to like gospel music is just being like a vibey experience. And so yeah, no, this album sucks. Like it <laughs> It's not a gospel album. You know what would have made this yeah. it's a yeah. gospel vibe. You know what would have made this album better? If he <laughs> If he made it after he broke up with Amber Rose, before 808s. Whoa. 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 This is not this. Okay, check this out. This isn't Holy a gospel shit. album by the guy by a guy that feels pain anymore. You know what I mean? And if you can't feel pain anymore, you can't connect to God. Right. You know what's That's cool? A million dollars. You know what else is cool? Tax exemption. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, maybe he's gunning for tax exemption. But here's but here's the thing. It's, it's just what L. Ron Hubbard did. To, to Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If he incorporates himself as a church or incorporates his organization as a church, then it's just like a roaming church like yeah. tent situation. He can just make all of his concerts tax exempt. Yep. And he yeah. can just do whatever the fuck he wants forever. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. He's That's gonna be a genius. goddamn genius. He's gonna beat Jared Leto to starting a cult. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's objectively better still. <laughs> so I mean the other thing oh, I have to God, talk about yes. is like the, the 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 impact on like Western evangelicalism or whatever. And uh the thing is as many issues as as we've you know uh, brought forth on on this record, um, I need to remind you that Western Christianity fully embraced Kevin Sorbo for his <laughs> for his role in God's Not Dead. Okay, yeah. Um, they gave him another movie where he like shoots Antifa people with guns. Yeah. So like, look, the, the bar is low, and Kanye West is Kanye West. They are gonna really jump all over this. Um, if I'm rating it on impact alone, it's, it's 10 with a Judas because he's rich. All right. Well, folks, I think we did it. We did it. Let's, uh, let's go around the horn one more time. Let's plug, let's plugs. Let's plug where we're at. Um, you know what I do? I do this podcast Griffin. Oh yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Waluigi spelled like a Ouija board. W A L O U I J A. 
Uh, I'm in a band called Chat Pile. You can follow us at Chat Pile Band on Instagram and chatpile.bandcamp.com. We're going to put out a new EP soon. Ooh. It's noise rock. It's weird. The song's about setting yourself on fire. Okay. Hey, when there's nothing left to burn, you know what I mean, my good bitch? Uh, uh, I'm Josh, you can uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter, Josh Lathy Comedy, or, or Instagram, I hate Josh Lathy. I post on both infrequently. Uh, I'm also one of the co-producers for Comedy Fight League, soon to make its monthly return, and uh, a producer for the weekly show Divine Comedy at the 51st Street Speakeasy here in Oklahoma City every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. unless... The speakeasy has something better planned, which right, happens right. from time to time. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you can uh, you can see me there, or uh, I don't know, at the gym from time to time. Uh, so you can find me at Cam Bruhaha. That's at C A M B R E W H A H A on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, there's not a lot of stuff that I'm plugging right now. I'm trying to get a show up, but. It's nothing really going on for me at the moment. I'm, I, I really hope nothing pops up soon. I need a fucking break. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, but you, yeah, you no. can hear you can hear Cameron and I on paneled. Though. Yeah, you can hear us on paneled. Uh, paneled on a bit of a hiatus right now, but it's coming back, baby. Woo. It is coming back with a vengeance. We're doing the whole Avengers, baby. Wow. That sounds dope. Yep. Actually, the hell yeah. Uh, this is Jamie. Hi. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Dustpunk Two T's Two K One Word. I'm not plugging anything, uh, or no, listen to Freedom with uh, Paul <laughs> Tompkins, uh, Scott Ackerman, and Lauren Lafkus. Uh, premi- I'm pretty sure it's Stitcher Premium. It's really good. Uh, and listen to The Praise Down. Go to Public Access. Hey, uh, I'm Alex Sanchez. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Sirius Sanchez. Follow me on Instagram at Sirius Sanchez. Uh, come to Public Access on Sunday nights at the Paramount Room at 7 p.m. Uh, this Sunday, tomorrow night, we will be having two uh, Bigfoot slash cryptid enthusiasts on the show, and I will be interviewing them. Uh, so come out for Squatch Talk. Um, and then also listen to The Praise Down, which you're already listening to. Wait, Alex, are we doing a thing? Oh, yes. On Halloween, uh, the 31st, um, we will be having a Halloween town hall where uh, we will be convincing Cameron Brewer to like Halloween. I need, to, I need to be abruptly clear about this. I know most of you love Halloween, and a lot of people enjoy Halloween. I don't hate Halloween. I just have no opinion for or against because I wasn't allowed to participate as a child. By the time I was able to participate, I was lazy. Oh, it's like me and Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> so I think my gonna... wife are going to come heckle the show. Me and my wife will be there. Sweet. Perfect. Sweet. Um, uh, also, um, on November 23rd, um, we'll be doing Surfing the Web again. Um, the uh, beach-themed show where we have people come on and show YouTube videos. I was on the first one, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, uh, that's the that's that's podcast. Um, let's you know what let's yeah. let's do let's do an ending like we like we've done before. You we'll know the ending our, we always do. Our catchphrase. You know, that, you know how you know how that one goes. You know how that one goes. You know our catchphrase. You heard this one. Uh, you seen this? Uh, <laughs> do you improvise this? Tease. This sucks. She. Let's all let's all go around and let, do a word. Okay. Wait, you, as a catchphrase, we're yeah. gonna do yeah. a word at a time. We all yeah. have catchphrase. the podcast memorized. We all have the podcast memorized. We all know how it goes. Let's just all do a word one at a time. Yeah. Scripted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is. This is totally well, scripted. This is. Oh, crazy. that's right. No, I do see my word. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. right in Thank front you. of me. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Here, here, there you go.
Thank you, Jamie. What the fuck? New producer of the podcast, Jamie. All right, who starts? When? We. Wait, he didn't even have the mic in his <laughs> yeah. mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's try again. Let's try again. No edits on this. It's an emergency episode. <laughs> Remember rehearsal. Okay. All right. When? We. Gather. Together. Freedom. On. Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> There it is. All right, everybody, we've done it.